Hello, this is your life-changing podcast, Knowings, Spiritual and All Things Human. Renowned spiritual leader, visionary, author, and advocate for humanity, Mahatma Chris Griscom, answers crucial questions from around the world with her vast illuminated cosmic wisdom. Gentle and often humorous in her knowings, she includes her famed Exercises in Consciousness that help to bring the listener into a state of expanded conscious self-awareness, global focus, and participation. With each segment in the series, Chris answers three diverse questions to discover deeper aspects of who you are and how to find meaning and purpose in your individual and global realities. This is for you. Chris Griscom is the world's foremost expert on reincarnation. Her intensives of the Light Institute with themes of all things human are for people around the globe with the purpose of changing lives and helping the planet. Chris Griscom brings the gift of higher consciousness, accelerating the evolution of humanity and the world. So lovely. Thank you for coming together and doing this. There is a second part of our meditation. It's called Knowings. And each week, from around the world, people send us questions that they would like for us to converse about in order to uplift and illuminate all of us who are participating. Allison will tell us the questions that have come from us for us this week. Allison? The first question is from Camden, Maine, in the USA. Maine. How do we love through someone else's anger at us without falling into the pit of an eye for an eye? Oh my, there is a lot of anger being projected out into the world. And so people, of course, always project on the ones they love, the ones that are closest. And the first thing is to remember that even if that anger is directed at you, even if it's if the words or the actions are seem to be specifically to you, the source of the anger is not about you. You are simply... Um, conveniently present. And that's a spiritual conversation. How is it that at the right moment, at the right time, we're there to take the brunt? But if you remember that, in fact, it's not about you, then your loving energy can pass through that state where you want to get back, uh, where you want um, to, uh, again, an eye for an eye, as you said, (laughs) a tooth for a tooth, Uh, Because what will that bring you? It will just take you to the next uh, cycle of anger. And now you have entered the fray. So one of the things that my higher self always says is, get above the fray so that you can have a clarity, so you can realize that even if it's something you did, it's not really, you're not really the source. The source is within the consciousness and the experiences of the person who is angry. And so it's an opportunity for you to find that you come from a higher octave. And one of the things that I would recommend is at the moment that someone is directing that anger at you, if possible, if not afterwards, if it comes in a letter or it comes in you know, technical something or other, hold them in your mind's eye as we did in our first meditation and ask them what color they need from you to be released from this karma between you so that you don't have to be the brunt. You could both be released. 
And just imagine, they must choose the color. So just imagine that a color comes to you. And as we did before, reach up into the cosmos, draw exactly that color down, and laser it out to them. And you will find, you can do this even while you're talking to them or while they're talking to you or yelling at you. If you do this, it often will stop them in mid-sentence because psychically and spiritually, they will feel that energy and it will neutralize that will neutralize that direction of anger that they have within them. So, again, the answer is, it's not about your reaction. It is about a response, a response of higher consciousness that you can find within yourself. And if you do these things, these kinds of exercises in consciousness, you'll begin to realize, first of all, people will stop yelling at you or taking it out on you. Uh, and second of all, you will really feel a lightness that comes to you, that you have a response that is a true response. It's a healing response for them and for you. Great love. Allison? The second question is from Singapore. Singapore. This is from someone who's coming to the Greece intensive. Oh, oh great. We will see you then. There. What's the question? I noticed that my higher self has given me a lot of predictions for the future that turned out not to be true. Is it because the higher self is not restricted to time? Or are any predictions nothing but possibilities that you may or may not create in the here and now? Is it better during meditation to just be with the energy of your higher self rather than getting messages? Thank you so much for your answer. Well, both of those uh, propositions that were there are true. That your higher self doesn't um, doesn't orchestrate in accordance to your time, because actually you are part of the cosmic streaming. And this is what happens so often when people think this is the moment I need an answer, and it doesn't come, or the answer comes and you don't recognize it. becomes It comes in a flicker, um, and and you're so busy looking for a whole a whole thing and it's not that way because you're the source of it all and so it always has to come through you and the other thing is yes <laughs> it is much better in meditation because you see if you're getting messages in your consciousness or even in your subconsciousness you are asking questions and if the questions have to do with what's going to happen then then um, you may even be getting an answer from your own subconscious rather than your higher self. And so uh, I would recommend uh, not moving into the future, what's going to happen, because the future is fluid. You are not in a vacuum. Your higher self will orchestrate people coming into your life, events, things that will illuminate um, your evolution. The purpose of life is the evolution of the soul. And so um, it will respond to that. So it may be that you get an answer and then it doesn't seem to be the right one because it doesn't happen. Well, it may happen in the future, but it also may be related to an infinite holographic multidimensional repertoire which you are not conscious of at this moment. So um, don't ask about what's going to happen, because that's a point of anxiety. It's not a point of clarity. What's going to happen is what we create. 
And as it happens, the gift is, how shall I respond? Now that's something you could ask your higher self, which I will often do. Shall I call that person now? Shall I, what is the highest way to speak to it? Um, shall I ignore this? Uh, what can I give to this? Then the higher self can show you. Uh, and very often it's not in words. It might be by bringing some event to you or having your imagination lock onto something. It's, it's infinite. But remember that your higher self is you, but it's you on a soul level. And it's you accessing your own wisdom. So when you meditate, remember that meditation is really a gift to us. So meditate bringing in the cosmic energy, the vibration of your higher self, and sitting in meditation and drinking in from higher octaves that allow you that calmness, that centeredness. And that is how we can see what is this wonderful pathway, what is the next step and the past step and the place to be at this moment. Those answers are there. Your higher self will always guide you but not because you're afraid or worried or wanting to know the outcome. Again, we are not in this alone. The future is continually altering, depending on your consciousness and my consciousness and all of those who, instead of choosing how it should be, are simply giving the highest frequency of light to our world and to everything in it so that it, there is that shift. Great love to you. Allison. The last question is from Surrey, British Columbia in Canada. Canada. I have a question for Chris from Surrey, British Columbia. Dear Chris, in one of your books, you mentioned that we should free the angels from having to work for us. Why should we do this, and how can we do this? <laughs> Yeah, so that disturbs a lot of people. People who, who ha feel that they have the guiding, their guiding angel uh, on their shoulder, that they're protected by the angels, that, and people that have seen angels all of their lives. But what we don't realize in our consciousness is that we have contracts and vows with the angels. And they entered into a karmic situation with us because of their own evolution so back into the distant past that had to do with um, judging what was true and what the divine source would want and uh, who was good and who was not. And so they have had to come into a play for us where it is uh, not um, a, a situation where they are choosing for us or interfering with us. And so... The freeing of the angels has come from one of my divinity courses in which we were working with angels. Uh, and, we, and so we asked that, you angels, uh, whether you are cherubims or you are uh, whatever kind of angel you are, uh, would you like, or, or my own guardian angel, would you like to be freed? And what do we mean by freed? Freed of that cosmic uh, contract that they have with us. And every single time they've said, yes, releases. It doesn't mean that you're going to get rid of angels. It means you're going to 
release them from the projection that they're going to save you, that they're going to protect you. Because until humanity realizes that uh, the protection is within ourselves, the experiences are part of our evolution that we magnetize, and it's not theirs to fix for us. And so uh, the way that we have always done that is, uh, let's imagine that you have a guardian angel. You could ask that guardian angel to take form. Ask your guardian angel, would you want to be freed from your contracts with me? Because in karmic situations, there are always contracts and vows. Your, your guardian angel will say yes, unless you're interfering from your own fear of losing them. And then you simply put them in your mind's eye and um, reach up into the cosmos and bring down a beautiful beam of white light, which is the highest frequency that includes all colors, and laser that to them. And as you do that, your consciousness would be, um, we free each other in great love. And, re- and just imagine that as they receive that light, that they move into a higher octave. Remember that, that heaven is within our astral sphere. And there are, there are dimensions and other places that uh, angels can evolve to. And the first time I did this in a group was with someone who uh, had seen angels all of her life. They were always there around her. And she was very upset when we talked about this. And she went home and asked her guardian angel and the angels around her if they wanted to be released. And they said yes. And so when she did this, what happened, which was fantastic, was that for the next probably six weeks, she looked like an angel. And the first week or so, she looked um, as if you could see through her. She had so much light. Because what happens when you free the angels is that you you take on the the gifts and the qualities and the attributes of the angels. You become your own angel DNA. That's something that people don't realize, that we have angelic DNA, all humans do. We have human DNA, angelic DNA, DNA from nature, which is called divic DNA, and DNA from the galactic frequencies. These are our four structures, encoded within the human capacity. And so um, when we do that, it isn't that we've been left or we push somebody out, it's that we grow into them in the same way that when a parent or someone you love passes from their body, um, you have an opportunity to have them live on in perpetuity for you and with you uh, by being their legacy, by thinking of the quality that you most love. Imagine the qualities of angels, that that would be a legacy passed to you. It's a beautiful thing. So never think of it as losing or um, having no more angels. It's simply allowing them to evolve and we ourselves to evolve, to activate our angelic DNA. That's one of the things we do at the sessions of the Light Institute. Thank you for that. And you must have a very strong angelic uh, DNA, or you wouldn't have asked that question. Great love to you and everyone who is joining us.